0: Daflam and Gimel. We're about uh, 10 lines down. Tanar bottom. So we already said that if you have a hezek Bershus hamazik, so if the nizik goes into the mazik roshos and gets injured over there, the mazik is putter from paying. What do you, you don't belong in my roshos. What are you doing in my backyard? If you don't belong in my backyard, obviously I don't have to pay you. What about if, you, as we discussed yesterday, cases where you were sort of allowed to be there, not allowed to be there. Yesterday we talked cases of an apprentice, people going to visit a store, etc. So Tanar bottom. what about this case? So they come to get their weekly paycheck. So they go into the house of the balabais to pick up their money. <laughs> and they get injured by the Shor of Or as we would say nowadays, Or they get bitten by the dog. So they go into the house. Or they go into the yard, etc. And they get bitten by the dog. And they get killed this way. So Potter. So the economist says you're going to be Potter. And obviously we're talking about Potter from Kuifer. Speak out, the animals still consider a wild animal, you might be going to kill the animal anyways, but in terms of khaifah, it's not chayfe, the khaifah of the animal killing a person, the say no, they're allowed to be there, they're allowed to be there, and therefore it's a regular din of Mazik and Nizik, and they have to pay khaifah, and exactly the regular din of apply, it's not cool that they went into the Rishos of Mazik, without Rishos, what's the case, obviously you're allowed to be the money that's coming to you, if this Baal Vayis, you can normally find him out on the street somewhere in the city. So my time at the So then why would the Acherem say that the workers are allowed to go into his house? Why are you not allowed to go into his house? Stom. Wait till he comes out. He comes to the, goes to Daviding every day. Catch him on the way to davening. What's the big deal? If he's always locked up in his house, he never comes out. So my tanakama. So then the tanakama is wrong. You're allowed to go into a house. If that's the only way you can be to pay him and subpoena him, whatever it is you need to do to get your money. So of course you're allowed to do that. And therefore he should be considered not a Mushus Bammazik, it should be considered that they're allowed to go. So he comes out of his house, but not that often. And it's not easy to catch him one place or the other. So what happens? And therefore, v'kari abava, they come and they knock on the door. Okay, so they can't just go in stomp because they can wait till he comes out. What happens? They come and knock on the door. The Amalu in, they say, they knock on the door. Hey, are you in there? And he says, yes. Okay, now what does yes mean? Yes can mean one of two things. Yes can mean yes and come in. Or yes can mean yes, hold on, I'm coming out. But he didn't say either one, he just said yes. So in So yes means, yes, I'm here, and please come in, because I don't like to come out, since I'm not a person who comes out that often, I want you to come in. And therefore when they come in, they came in remember a shush, and if they get damaged, he's going to be responsible. But yes, I'm here, Kuma wait outside, I'll come out to you. Even though I don't come out that often, but I do come out once in a while. If he never comes out, so then we assume in means come in. And if he always comes out, then in means wait there. But since he's sort of not, not so frequent one way or the other, it seems, therefore, we have machalikis here, what the definition of his yes means. But the is the same. If they're allowed to be there, then they're going to be responsible for the kaifer. If they're not allowed to be there, then it's a hezek or so Tanakh the in Kuma We see a Brayser so says it means wait outside. He goes to get his money from the Balabais. he gets gored or he gets bitten by an animal, a dog. So Potter Tanaka the the Balabais is Potter. Alpha Even though he was allowed to go in there, so that's the Brayser. So my Potter, why would you be Potter if he's allowed to be there? So your the animal's not allowed to bite him love must be exactly this case. The Kariah Bavi knocked on the door, Yomale in, and the Baal said, yes, I'm here, Vishwamina, in, kubaduch toh The price is saying, that doesn't mean he was allowed to go in, meaning he asked to go in, but he was actually told, wait outside, yes, which he should have interpreted to mean, wait outside, not actually go in, and therefore if he goes in, the this is going to be Pater for any Hezek that happened. It's not clear. It seems... To, it, I, I first read it as part of the Brisa. Now it's not clear to me if it's actually part of the Brysa or not. I'm not 100% sure. I didn't have a chance to look up the Brysa. Okay. Adkan Natsuki. Now we get back to the regular dinim of Tam and Mu'ar, etc. It says the Mishnah. tam So you have uh, two animals fighting with each other and they're both tamim. So Masham and So you pay the difference between the damage they cause to each other. Chetzinezek. So if they both caused equal damage to each other, so then you pay nothing. If one caused more damage than the other, one caused 100 shekel, and one caused 75 shekel, one to the other, so then you pay 25. Okay? So it's a meiser nezit. What did I say? Half. Oh, I'm not up to the half yet. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Just wait a second. Okay? So I'm talking about the difference in the, in the damage is going to be, in that case, 25. Now, wait, wait. Thank you. When they're both Tam, it's easy. When they're both Tam, we find out what it is, you pay Chetzin Ezek, that's the Shilam. If they're both Muadim, it's Shalem Ezek If they're both Muadim, it's easy. You find out again what the difference is, you pay Nezek shalom. Now it gets trickier. Echad Tam ve Echad Muad. Okay, so one is a Tam and one is a Muad, and they're in a fight. So Muad Betam, so if the damage is greater on the side that the Muad caused, so So whatever the difference is, he pays Nezek Shalem, no problem. Tam b'mo'ed, And the way Rashi explains this, now it's not 100% clear in Rashi, but this is where the to explain Rashi, is as follows. We don't make the hezbin based on the tashlum chatzi We make the hezbin based on the hezik that was actually done. What does that mean? The way the Rashi explains it is, two animals are fighting. It's not like one gored one, and then the next day the other one gored back. They were in a fight. And if they're in a fight... The damage they cause to each other that's equal on the damage level is called awash. That we don't take that into Cheshbon at all. So it's not the Pshat that the Mu'id caused 100 shekel of damage. He's high of 100. And the Tam caused 75 shekels of damage. So he's going to be high half of 75 and you, mekazez, between, you you. subtract between the 100 and the half of the 75. That's not what Rashi says. Rashi says, first you say, you cause me 75, I caused you 75. We throw that all out. And then what's left over? 25. Or what's left over? Whatever the difference is on the tam side. Doesn't matter. But the core fight that they had between each other, Rashi holds that we don't take it to cheshbin, The fact that I'm only paying chetzi of the nezik mitam the tam. We actually take into account the full nezik that he charred, that he caused, in a case where it's reciprocal and they're, char- they're damaging each other. And that becomes a wash. Okay, it's an important point to the way Rashi a sugya, and the way Rashi lends a sugya, this mission is a tremendous chiddush. Obviously, now you do it, and the medayek for the fact that it's b'moiser chatzin hezik b'moiser shalim. It's the remainder, the part that's not a remainder that's equal on both sides. Even though, on the tashlim side, maybe you would only pay Khatsi nezik but the hezik side itself, we just consider it like the two animal, animals are fighting, and therefore that core is going to be a wash. It's a very important way to learn Rashi. Obviously not all we should have learned this way, the etc. Learn the other way, which is what we might have said, that you do each one according to the amount you pay, and it's how much you pay is what you are Makazes one to the other, but that's not the way Rashi seems to learn. The Khenshina notion. The same would be by two people fighting with each other. Shechavlu, Zebezeh, they're fighting with each other, Mishamu, Nezek, Shalim. Obviously, people, when they cause Nezek, always pay Nezek, Shalim. So two people are in a fist fight and they cause damage to each other. So you evaluate with each one what they caused, whatever is equivalent between them, they don't pay, and whatever one caused the more damage, he pays the Nezek, Shalim. On the B'mod, B'mod, b'adam. Okay, now it gets interesting. What if you have a person fighting with an animal? So if a person is fighting with an animal, Adam with a a muh and a against an Adam, so also b'sham is a nezik shalim. A person pays nezik shalim, a muh pays nezik shalim, and therefore you do the same thing, you figure it out. What about Adam at tam tam, v'tam Adam? What about if a person is fighting with an animal that's a tam? And the Talmud only pays Again, according to Rashi's cheshven, it's, it's above and beyond the part that's washed away, but it doesn't matter. Adam Bitam nezik shalim. So if there's more on the side of the Udam damage, and the person caused more damage, he pays nezik shalim. But is nezik But if there's more damage caused by the animal to the person, again, according to Rashi, after you wash out both sides, then he would pay that remainder chetzinezik. However, here it's not so simple. Rabbi Kiva says, that which we've said, that a tam pays chetzi nezik, that's when a tam damages a, another animal. But when a tam damages a human being, then the tam always pays nezik sholim anyways. What does that mean? Does he pay him an aliyah? Does he pay him gufay? Hold on, the tomorrow will explain. But he pays nezik sholim. Where does this halacha come from? We're going to focus on this last halacha of Rabbi Kiva now. So, turn around bottom. The Pusik says as follows. The Pusik says by Koifer, and The is says, Vichi. I'll just read the Pesach, because you have to see the context. Okay, so if it, a, a shard kills a person, the shard gets killed. If he's a muid, you're supposed to kill the owner. Obviously, it doesn't really mean you kill the owner. Rather, it means, You have to pay koifer. So that koifer, as we said, According to most this is have in the is only by a muod. So the first Pusik in the power show we he talking about a Tam, you just kill the animal, nothing to pay. Second Pasik says, if it's a muid, then you pay Nezek Shalid. Then the Pusik says, a benyigach i which sounds pashibshat sound to mean if it's a young animal or something like that, then kimishpath haze yeah Like this halacha you should do. Halacha is the same. It seems to be a total alphabet. It seems to be a totally extra posik. What what, what is he referring to? What uh, case are we referring to that is like this case? So that's what we're dashing about. This context of this postage is talking about a shor that killed a person. The Pazik is telling you that the halacha that we normally differentiate between Tam and Mu'ad when an animal kills or damages another animal is going to be the same when it damages an Adam as well. Ma'ashar ba'ashar, Tamasham Chatzin Ezek Mu'am Sham Nezek Shalim. Afshar ba'adam, also when a shar damages an Adam, not, not kills, but damages, Tamasham Chatzin Ezek Mu'am Nezek Shalim, which would have been the standard halach. Here comes Rabbi Akiva, that's the Tanakamashith. Rabbi Akiva Aimer, no. Rabbi Akiva says, look carefully in the Possek. I just quoted to you, Possek Chafhes was talking about a Tam, and now was talking about where there's no din kaifer. Possek Chavtes and Possek Lamed We're talking about a Sharmuid, and it was telling you that you paid kaifer. Then Possek Lamed Aleph says, Kimishpat Says so Rabbi Akiva, you know what the Zeh is referring to? The Zeh is referring to the Possek we just mentioned, which is the Muid Possek. And kemishpat hazeh, says Rabbi Kiva, is telling you, ki like the halacha closest to this Pasek, which is Pasek Chavtes and Lamaj, was referring to a muid, v'loi ke'el yoyin. And therefore, a shor that damages a person, says Rabbi Kiva, is always going to be considered a mu'id It always pays nezek shaleim. And that's what Rabbi Kiva Taishon, says and that's why he argues in our Mishnah. So Yochal So now wait a second. We know there is another difference between tam and muad. A tam pays chetzi nezek migufay, never more than the value of the animal that did the damage. Whereas a, ne- a, a, a muad pays nezek shalim even out of his pocket. You know, does it doesn't make a difference how much the damaging animal, animal was worth. So over here, where Bikiva says that a tam pays nezek shalem when it damages a person, does that mean min aliyah like a regular muad, or does that mean only migufay? Me tam ulamer ye else loy. And going on the animal. So we have another interesting case. We've had a few of these of a halacha of paying Nezik Shalim, but only gufa. And this is another example of that. So you pay Nezik Shalim for a tam that damages a person, but only Megufai. Yes. Is it a knas? It's Nezik Shalim. So we talked about it before, when we were discussing the thing before, about, about these things, wh- how, how you differentiate that. We paskin, the Chatzinazek is a knas. So in this case, is it also a knas or not? more doesn't say how, how that works out. Not clear. Says the what did the do with this word zel? Lechayi B'ekiva is right. Zel, malila pechimei abedvar. He's coming over there to differentiate to say that even though the Animal is high for damaging a person, but it does not pay arbidvarm. It doesn't pay tsar, repo, sheves. Those things you don't pay. All you pay is nezig. Rebbe Akiva, how does Rebbe Akiva know that only a person who damages a person pays the arbidvarm, but an animal does not? We already mentioned this before. Nafgalay, the pasuk says, "Byite muma muese me ish ki byite mumba." Me saying, we dash. Why <in> does he <Hebrew> say ish? Ishba Misav, like In that context, of that Posek is talking about the repo and the Shevas, and we mentioned over there also the Tsar. So, only by those Ishba Misav are they the question of the other extraneous damages that you would have to pay, but not by an animal. So, everybody agrees an animal does not pay those Tsar, repo, Shevas, etc. The question is where do we know it from? Do we know it from Zeh, or do we know it from Ishba Misav? Rabban and Imeah, if we just had Ishba have a mean of Tsar Tsar, you don't pay because Tsar, you're not paying for anything. There's no financial loss by Tsar of a repo and shevus, which have a financial loss. Maybe even an animal should pay those. So to say, therefore, you need two psukim to pater an animal from the other from the other payments. One to be pater from Tsar, one to pater from repo and shevus. Ema litele, kamashmal, repeat shemis, you would think you pay, so therefore you need to have tupsukim. Somehow Rekiba learns it all out from Ishba Misa, that all of the, from, from, from the Ishba Misa, that Judah are going to be pater, and all of these things, extraneous payments by an animal. So we come out with machlaikis. When a tam damages a person, do you pay like a muid, nezek shalim, like Rekiba said? Of course, only the kufay, but muid, or like the Abbaan say, all tam is still going to pay chetzinez. Continues the mission on this halochah. So, we're going to try to keep these halachas not so mathematical. So, we're going to keep them with easy round numbers. So, if you have a shah that's worth 100, that goes a shah that's worth 200. And we're talking over here by a tam, so he pays chetzi nezek mi so he caused 200 shek worth of damage, assuming the dead animal is worth absolutely zero, so it's a full 200 zoos worth of damage, so you pay chetzi of that, which is a hundred, the damaging animal, the mazik, we said was worth a hundred, so that's good, so you pay mi a hundred, that's simple. Now comes the Khidish as the next three words. It says the commissioner Noitel Es Hashar. The Nizik gets to take the Mazic's shark. He actually takes the animal that did the damage. Not just Miguel, the value, but mi gufai, he actually takes the shark. That's gonna be our sukkah. That last nekuda, that the music actually takes possession of the animal, the, of the Mazik's animal, that's Shittas kiva. the Sadia. Yusam HaShar Rebezdin Bishwal says, all this means when it says you pay me gufai, never more than the value of the Mazik's animal, it just means you go to Bezdin, you evaluate how much the Mazik's animal is worth, and they sell it if they need to, or he takes cash out of his pocket if he wants to, whatever it is. But it's just a evaluation question. B'Bi Akiva <speaking in Hebrew> <Or, speaking in Hebrew> says, no, you misunderstood the pusik Pusik's is not giving you evaluation. The Pasek telling you that the nizik owns the animal of the mazik From that moment of the Hezek. Obviously, we have to go to Bezd and evaluate it and make sure everything's a kosher yosher. But assuming it is, from that moment of the hezek, the nizik is the owner of the animal of the mazik. Only it. if he wants oh, it. What? Well, to one at a time. Only if he wants it. No, saying it becomes his. It becomes we now his. Owns the we'll see in a second. Yes. You no, 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 you'll see in a second. It's a positive. <laughs> Shmuel says, you're a mazik, you cause damage, you owe money, and you can pay. How much do you pay? You pay never worth more than the value of your animal. What do you pay? So we said you can pay me Idiots! you can pay me buyers? we told, we'd we subin <laughs> pay anything you want, doesn't matter. But It's just an evaluation question. <laughs> The nizik and the mazik become shutfin in that animal. Obviously, if it's worth more than the chetzi nizik, the nizik only owns partially of that animal. Now, just because he owns it, obviously they can negotiate. Give me money, I'll sell you my half of the animal, etc. But right now I own half of the animal or whatever, or whatever percentage of the animal that I'm supposed to get. What's the machalik? The question is, how you darsh in the passage? The says, let's read the passage inside. Posik says, the higher isha sharame, so makras a sharhachai, the chitsu as kaspai. You should sell the live animal, the Mazik animal, the chitsu as kaspai, and you split its value. Who is the posik talking to? So makrasharkai Vichitsu as kasu, we should also suffer the Baedina comesarachman. That Posak is talking to Bezdin. Bezdin should take the live animal if the if the mazik does not have any money or whatever it is, Bezdin takes the live animal, sells it, and the value from the half, the value of the damage, from that value of the live animal, would go to the nizik. But the mazik it's Bezdin's responsibility to work out how he gets paid. It's just a payment issue. No. The posik is talking to the nizik and the mazik. What does the posik say? You both now are shutfin in this live animal. And you're both Shutvin and animal. Obviously, you're not going to share it because you probably don't get along very well anymore. So now you sell it and you work out who's going to actually take the animal. But so the you're Shutvin in the animal automatically. says, My Bay Nayu. Now Tyson says, What do you mean? My Bay The simplest My Bay is, How do you pay? Do you pay out of your pocket cash? Or does this person own your animal? That's the simplest. My, now, it tells us you you're right. We want to just, just sharpen the point a little bit more. Is, what if the nizik is so frustrated here, he's makdish the animal. The mazik's animal. He says, I want to make it hegdish and give it to bere or give it as a carbon, whatever it is. So, if, according to Rabbi Akiva, he's the owner of the animal. He's the automatic owner of that animal. He has the right to be makdish it. According to Rishwal, he's not the owner of the animal. We'll see in the Gemara what his status is in terms of the animal. But he's not the owner of the animal and therefore he cannot be makdish. So that's the basic machleik. of so How far do you take this? Machrei Mazik. Okay? So can the Mazik be sell or be makdish this animal? We say we have a machleik is whether the nizik can. Can the Mazik sell now? According to B'Akiva, it's not the Mazik's animal or it's at least Partially not the Mazik's animal, that's not debatable. What about according to Bishwal? According to Bishwal, you clearly owe money, and there's clearly seemingly some sort of lien on your animal. Some sort of lien, some sort of shibud is on this animal. Can you sell it? Yes or no? According to Bishwal, the Mazik cannot. According to Bishwal, yes or no? Is this even if you're mu'ud? Well, right now we're talking about top. By muud, you pay him an aliyah, and therefore you have a shibud on everything he owns. And therefore, it wouldn't necessarily be on this specific animal. It's a little bit different. So, 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 I just owe you money. I owe you money. And whatever. I'll pay you from wherever I want to pay you. I can pay you from my, my bank account. I can pay you from fields. I can pay you whatever I want to pay you. And has nothing to do specifically with this animal. And therefore, if the mazik wants to go ahead and sell the animal, go ahead and sell it since this animal is the one who did the damage, as we'll see in the Gemara at the end of the sugya, and this animal is meshubed to the loan, the loan to the money that he owes, you're not allowed to sell it. you're not allowed to sell it. We'll bring a Bryce in a second, who says that the Mazik could sell it, according to gavoy. You're right, he could sell it, but when the nizik comes to collect his money, the nizik can take the animal away from the person that he sold it to. So, so what does that mean? It's sold. If, he, if, if it's sold, if it's sold, that I can check the animal or do anything I want to the animal, then it's sold. But if it's sold, but I need to make sure the animal's still around for the nizik to come collect from, so what does it mean I sold it to a third party? The third party can't do anything with it. No, he could. He can use it for plowing his field. So I can go ahead and say, look, I could sell someone. Uh, you know, I, I have a friend who asked me to buy my animal. I said, listen, this animal is in the middle of a big court case here. Okay, it gored somebody. It gored some animal last week. The nizik is going to come get it. If you want to use it in the interim to ply your fields, fine. Pay me twenty shekel. I'll be happy to make twenty shekel off of you. And in that case, the kek is allowed to use the animal until such time as the nizik comes and gets it. But when the nizik comes and gets it, it turns out it was really the nizik's animal the whole time. So really, the physics animal that whole time is like a shibud he has on it. We're going to make one gashita from It wasn't his animal to chayv. You come and collect it. That we could discuss. Bal chayv is ma'afrei. We're going for. I'm afraid we're going for. Tefet discussing this. But the is just a chayv, and you have a collection from it. Says, but wait a second. Why are you allowed to collect from this animal at all? Then, according to Yisshual. So Shwamina in of a moich Normally, we know if you have a field that has a shibud on it, and you sell the field to somebody else. The, the malva can come collect from that field. That's always the halacha of collecting from the kuches. But that, generally speaking, only applies to real estate. It doesn't apply to talton. When I sell talton, that's it. It's done. And the shimon is just on me. There's no halacha you ought to collect from talton. We always say it doesn't have a curl. Nobody knows about it. So you're not allowed to collect from metaltun. So we see over here, though, according to Bishmuel, that the nizik is collecting from the animal. Why? says the the There's a, a a different type of loan arrangement. Called an A Apoitiki is a It is an abbreviation of Tehe koi. When you can make a loan and you say that the loan is specifically mashubid on a specific item. And if it's specifically mashubid on a specific item, then the Malvor in this case the Nizid can always collect from this item. So it's not true. Says the Gemara, If I say my the money you owe me is moshuvet onto an evet, it's as I didn't like karka. Then if I sell the evidence, you could go collect from whoever I sold it to. But also, but even if I'm specific in a particular animal, the and best you're not allowed to go collect from it. And why the more explains, even my time this like color. The whole problem is, is that when I sell something to a lekeach. And what we do called nowadays a title search. Can he know that there's a lien on this thing or not? So when it's karka, so everybody knows what's going on. When it's Matalto, nobody has an idea what's going on. It's stuff is flying all over the place all the time, and therefore you cannot hold the lender responsible to pay off such a loan. So buy an evan, which has a thing like karka. My at Evan, which from this like color. Everybody knows when you sell it ever, etc. But Hainami nami says the gemara. So normally when you sell a shirt, some a has no curl, nobody knows, and therefore you're not going to say there's a lean on it. But over here, this is a very famous animal. This is the animal of Ruben that gored somebody or gored an animal. The Torah nagchanakoruleh. And therefore, it's a famous animal. And therefore, it has a din like a coil. And in this case, it has a din like an apoitiki, And therefore, says we this very interesting halacha, which is that you have a lean, a, a, a Torah prescribed lean. That's not something we made up. Torah puts a lean, a very strong lean called an apoitiki onto the animal. If you sell it, if the mazik wants to sell it in the interim, He's allowed to, but the nizik can go collect it from the lekech anytime he wants. And then once he collects it, obviously it becomes his at that point. According to Mikiva, it was never the maziks in the first place. So he, of course, cannot sell it. According to Yishvot, it still is the maziks. He could sell it, but he can only sell it the l- 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 for the person to use it uh, for work, not for shchit or anything like that. Tani Rafta Khleifa Bamarav became, he leave somewhere to sell, he learned the following and he learned a very strange price. That says, Makri ain't you cannot sell this animal. Hegdish mokdish, but if you Makdish it it works. Now who's are we talking about over here? Are we talking about the mazik trying to sell it? His original animal? Or are we talking about the Nizik trying to sell the animal he now acquired, according to Rabbi Akiva? So what's going on? So Machre man, who is he talking about over here? Rav Tachlifa, ilema mazik machray. We're talking about the mazik selling it. So what does he mean mazik? So Machre and is not allowed to sell the mazik. Is not allowed to sell it. That is obviously shita's money. Rav Kivi, who says it's not the maziks anymore. It automatically became the nizik. So the machray's can't sell it. So So why does he say the Makdish is allowed to be machtish Why is the mazik able to be machtish If he cannot sell it because it's not his. Then he can be makdashit either. So that would be Asrullah dama That would be according to B'ishwal, who says that there is a lien on it. But if there's a lien on it, you want to go ahead and be makdashit? Okay, you could, just like we said, you can sell it, partially at least. so You can makdashit also. So therefore, that meant it doesn't make any sense that he would say one statement, which half the statement is every kiva and half the statement is rabbi Elo Ella must be talking about the Nizik, the Nizik who now acquired this new animal. So makhre and a if you tell me cannot sell it, that means it's not the Nizik's. That would be shita, so it would be shmol, money would be shmoli. So, like, Disha and you tell me he could be makdashit. so also be that's like a kiva says it is his. So, the price this, or this halacha of a tachlifa, makes no sense. How can you say that you're not allowed to sell it, but you're all allowed to be makdashit According to no shita, does that make any sense? Somebody says, I love mazik. We're talking about the mazik doing it. So, if the mazik's doing it, and the mazik wants to go ahead and sell it, according to the it's not the mazik's to sell anymore. It belongs now to the nizik. The sale is not really a good sale. According to Bikiva, for sure the mazik can't sell it. According to Shmuel, we said he could sell it, but not really. He can only sell it for redia for, for plowing. You cannot sell it for, for destroying the animal or shechting it and making steaks out of it. That's not allowed to do. So hekdisha muktosh. And what's this idea of hekdisha muktosh? That why is the mazik able to mock this shit? the shit? If the mazik cannot sell it. So why is he able to be it? A fila kiva, even according to kiva, says it does not belong to the Mazak at all anymore. It belongs to the isek. The hegdish sort of works. What does that mean, sort of works? Mishim because always said The hegdish. pidgin. there are certain situations where a person has a shibut on his stuff. He's makdish it because he just wants to get it away from the person who's trying to collect it. Really it doesn't work. You can't be makdish something that doesn't belong to you. Really you have a shiba on it, it goes to the other person. But when the person, the malva, or in this case the it, comes to collect from Hegdish, we don't let him take it from Hegdish without paying Hegdish some symbolic money. Because otherwise it looks like it belonged to Hegdish, and you just took it from Hegdish without any pigeon at all. You don't necessarily have to pay the full value, you can even pay just a pruta, but you have to pay something. Just so it looks like you're being pitted from Hegdish. And therefore that's really what's going on over here. The truth is, the animal does not belong <laughs> to the mazik at all. According to Bishmael, <laughs> for sure does not belong to Mazik. According to Bishmael, there's a very strong apotek lean on it, and therefore he really cannot sell it or maktish it for general use purposes. If he sells it, we said the look at it, go take it away. If he's maktish it, so then what it means that it's Kaddish is that you must pay hegdish something. You don't have to pay hegdish value you can pay hegdish just a shekel, but you must pay hegdish something to be able to take it away from hegdish. do Oh, uh, We have a, a b'risa, very strange b'risa. We're going to read the whole b'risa through. Rashid says, don't even try to make sense out of the b'risa. Then the Torah is going to explain it line by line, fitting it to everything we've already just said. Don't about short time shehizik ad shlohem b'din. So before you had a matter b'din, machrei machor the sale works. Okay, the mazik can sell it. Hekdeshe muktish if he wants to makdish it, he can makdish it. Shachto if he shechts it, v'nasam a if he gives it away, mashas also it also works. Okay, let's we'll have to figure out who he's talking about. Misha Omer Badin, if already went to Bezdin and Bezdin passed him, that he's to pay, so Macher and Macher, Desha and Mukdish, Shakhtiv, Nasraton, Allah SWT, he has to take it back. He already, Bezdin already passed him, he owes the money, nothing to discuss. Kadbu Bali Chavis Vigbiu, what if he owed money to somebody else? And that person tried to collect from these animals. Ben chav ben Doesn't make a difference, says the Braisa, which came first, the loan or the damage shibud that he has. He's not allowed to give it to that third party. This animal is Mashubid to the Nizik. Hold on, the world will explain. That's all by a tam, by a muad Shahizik, ben shamabadin, ben shalayhim It belongs to the Mazik. He can do whatever he wants with the animal. If someone else collects from the animal, we don't care. It's a a lien on the person. It's not a lien on the animal. And therefore he has to pay out of his own pocket. It has nothing to do with anything. I don't care what else happens. Okay, let's go through this price line by line. Amar, Amar. Now we're clearly going here in this price and sheetismi yishmael. And sheetismi yishmael, who says the nizik does not own the animal? Okay, the animal is owned by the mazik still, but machrei machrei the Raja. He could sell it. We said only to be used for plowing. He's not allowed to sell it to kill it or do anything like that. He's allowed to sell for plowing because there is a strong lean on it, so you cannot sell fully. You can sell for plow. Hekdei muktish, which we said is not really muktish, it's bishum the Like Ravot said, you have to pay some sort of symbolic amount. Shokhto ibn What about that statement? It's So bishom ibn Asim the Raja. Giving it away as a present is no different than selling it. We said you could sell it for plowing. You could give it away as a present for plowing. But of course, the nizik will come collect it later on from the person who you gave it to as a present. And the what does it mean shokhto, works? why don't we say that the nizik comes and collects the meat okay you weren't supposed to shecht it because it had a lean on it you did shecht it so the nizek can collect from the dead meat what does that mean Masha masha sounds like the nizik loses why is he losing anything let him to the sanya the Pasik says you sell it live dead doesn't make a difference the nizek collects from it so why does it make a difference if he shechts it what about a situation where it went down in value by shechting it? So you were supposed to come collect for my animal which was worth 500 shekel. Turns out once I shechted it, it's only worth 50 shekel. Whatever, it's spoiled meat or the meat is not worth a lot. This. Everyone's vegetarians, I don't know, whatever it is. So you have nothing to do with the meat. It's worth very little now. It's worth very little now, too bad, the nizik get messed up. The nizik was supposed to collect me gufai, if it turns out the animal's not worth that much anymore, the Nizik loses. Now, wait a second. That's a very interesting question. Now you have a situation where the Nizik had a shibud on this particular animal. I caused damage to the animal by shechting it. And you tell me that the Nizik cannot force me to pay anymore. That means, if I cause you damage, I have to pay you. If I steal something from you, I have to pay you. What if I cause you not to be able to collect the loan? Says that's only a grama. And therefore, I'm not responsible to pay. If you're supposed to collect from a certain thing, and I damage that thing, sorry, that's what it is. Some pshita, that's mamash that halacha. I, I damaged this animal, and then is can't collect them? What's vuna adding? I didn't really cause you a dead animal. You, what, it was, what was your lean on? Your lean was on the animal. Here's the animal. Okay, yes, it doesn't have wind in it anymore, meaning it's dead. But your, your lean was on this meat. Here's the meat. So I did not cause you any real physical damage. If you, let's say you had to lean on a piece of land, and I dug a hole in the land, Maybe then I should be for causing damage to a land that you had to lean on. that you're not khaif for. So the one to I mean rabba. already said this serves of Someone pays you with a check, and I take the check and I burn your check. Did I cause you a financial loss or not? I call, yeah, you own the piece of paper. Oh, this check can make me collect money from... It from, doesn't matter. Lamaisa, physically, I couldn't cause you any financial loss because that's mazik shibudai shal So you already see your pater. When I just burn a piece of paper, uh, then... Fine, oh, I just burned a piece of paper. It's a grammar. The gemara later on maybe calls this a garmi. There might be different halachas. But I might you're going to be puttered according to our grandma, because you just burned paper. If I dig holes in the ground, so maybe in that case I should be chayv if you can no longer collect from the piece of, from, the, from this field. Kamash know that you're, that you're still going to be puttered. Over here I shechted the animal you were supposed to be collecting from. Physically hurt the animal. The And it still works. Why did it still work? Must be it still works because Hezek Shibudet and is not advisable. Not a good thing. But Lamais, you're going to be potter because that is always considered to be a grum. So we've made our way through most of this price. So a few more halakas we we'll have to get to. We'll stop here. We'll pick it up here. Mitzvah Shem. tomorrow.